0: Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have
1: tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Today, I welcome Katherine Eggins to the show, and before I bring her on, I just want to tell you a little bit more about her. Catherine is a transformational wellness coach. She incorporates her training as an inspired spirit law of attraction life coach and a personal trainer to help women take control of their life, feel great, and live life on their terms. In 1991, she was diagnosed with stage four endometriosis and was in and out of surgery for 18 years. Yikes. Oh, my goodness. Until she realized it was all emotional and that she actually enjoyed being sick. In 2009, she decided to get out of her own damn way and healed her body using the law of attraction and taking responsibility for her life. Welcome, Katherine, to the podcast. Thank you, Carolyn. good to be here. It is good. I'm so excited to hear about your story. It sounds like uh, you've been through it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness.
0: It, it, it's certainly been a bit of a journey, that's for sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I just want to dive in and just, you know, just share with us more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way.
0: Well, I, I just found um, that, you know, when I was diagnosed with endometriosis, I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. it was just something that came out of the blue and um uh, just all of a sudden i had this disease that i was told was incurable and i'd have it for the rest of my life wow. so i was uh, 20 years of age at the time and um you know you sort of go okay well that's what the doctors have said and and you start to believe that right. and yeah. um i continued on I, I ended up i had five operations over the 18 years and was on and off different medications and it was just this Anybody that's had it, and it affects I think one in eight women worldwide, so a lot of people are, are suffering with this disease, and um, you know it's an up and down journey, and it, there just seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel. But in two thousand and nine, I, I had an emotional breakdown, mm-hmm. and um, it, everything just got too much for me, and I went to a kinesiologist, and during the treatment, it started to come through what was actually keeping me sick. And what had happened was uh nine months before I was diagnosed my father left. He just up and left our family and decided to go and live somewhere with someone else. So um and that really badly affected me. It, it just um because I, I haven't seen him since. So um that that's what I was struggling with the whole time. And um when that came to light with a kinesiologist we started working on that but then she said to me one day, she said, Do you like being sick? And I said, That's who likes being sick? that's a really tough question, yeah. and she said, "No, seriously, have a think about it. Do you like being sick and i I thought about it for a moment, and I said, "You know what I do. I loved the fact that I had a safety net or what I considered to be a safety net. Mm-hmm. um it meant I didn't have to take responsibility. I always had an excuse not to commit to anything, mm-hmm. and it because it had gone on for eighteen years, it had just become part of who I was, right. but at the same point, um because I'd had this emotional breakdown, which was you know from not seeing my father um that um it it it, i I was also sick of being sick i was just Mm -hmm. tired of it i'd had enough and i just wanted to heal and that moment that i i acknowledged that i liked being sick and that i wanted to heal i felt this shift come through my body it's you, you can't explain it until you experience it it was just sort of like um this slate just wiped across my body and all of a sudden I could feel the healing begin. And from that point on, um, I I saw my kinesiologist uh, once a week for three months and I I was just getting better and better by the week and within 12 months um, my body had healed and I hadn't had the disease since and I've gone on and become a fitness instructor which was something that if you'd said to me, Back then, oh, you'd be, you know, a fitness instructor jumping around. I would have said, yeah, right, Uh because you'd just spend more time laying down, going, I I just can't get out of bed. And um, yeah, it's just been an amazing life transformation, and it it really has been just taking that responsibility, acknowledging um, that I was using it as a crutch, but also um, dealing with the issue behind it as well. Mm-hmm. and um and i've I've found that by dealing that i've been able to put- or dealing with it i've been able to put it into a place uh where I can now think about it I don't burst into tears it's i'm I'm really at peace with it, and that that has really come through um by um you know using forgiveness and realizing that forgiveness is not saying what the other person did was right it's actually releasing myself right. of it and just saying hey you know i i I can stand on my own two feet now um I I do actually believe in the universe and the law of attraction that everything does happen for a reason. Um, as as you know, traumatic as it is at the time, that it was the universe saying to me, Hey, you need to stand on your own two feet mm-hmm. and that that's why he needed to go his way and I needed to go my way and um yeah, that's that's really worked for me. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. And uh to have my health back now and to um yeah, just be living this amazing life now that's that I'm just healthy, and I'm sort of the other way now. I don't need the the safety net. I don't need the crutch because life is just too good. There's too much life Mm -hmm. to be lived out there, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it it has been pretty amazing.
1: Well, that's quite the nutshell version, I'm sure. That is, I mean, that's absolutely amazing, and I, Mm -hmm. I just want to have you explain a little bit, too, about what exactly is endometriosis for those out there who may not know.
0: Endometriosis is basically in layman's terms the lining of the uterus is growing outside the uterus in the pelvic cavity. So when the monthly cycle comes around um you know there's the the period but it's also happening internally as well. So it's a very very painful condition. There's um uh, things called endometriomas which are uh, cysts that are full of endometriosis and I, I did actually have one of those it was the size of a small orange and it was leaking. Mm-hmm. and um it it's it's such a painful condition and they found it in different you know in, not in me but in other women they found it in different parts of their body and um they're, they're not even really 100% sure how it occurs uh-huh. um there's a, a couple of different theories but um you know my sort of thoughts behind it are that it's well for me it was emotional and um you know a self love thing and you know, the, the reproductive area is, is very much the self-love area. So, um, yeah, I, I do think emotional stress has, you know, something to do with it. That's that's my personal opinion. Um, but, yeah, that, that's basically what it is, and it's controlled by, you know, playing around with hormones or removing organs. Uh, you know, a lot of women have wow. hysterectomies when they're 20
1: mm-hmm. because
0: of it. It's it's just, it's terrible. It's such a terrible disease.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I've known people with this, and it's you know, kind of good days, bad days. Can't quite mm. figure out where it's going to go.
0: It's it's really debilitating, and the the annoying, the annoying part when you have it is that you look fine on the outside, and mm. people, mm-hmm. you know, I I've, I had some really terrible things. Said to me, at the, you know, when I was suffering with it, and it was just like, you know, am I brick walls Do I look like I have no emotion?
1: Right. Because
0: you you're really suffering on the inside, and but it doesn't show
1: on the outside. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to like bring all your medical records and scans and everything. Yeah. It's like this is what's going on for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't yeah. that? I mean, that's such a metaphor too for how many of us mask what's going on on the inside. I know that this is a very different situation, but even with our emotions, Mm. um, just kind of that mask and people thinking that everything's hunky-dory, fine, just peachy keen, and there's pain. Yes.
0: Yep, there's a lot of pain on the inside, and a lot of it comes down to um, Mm -hmm. self-esteem, self-love, and and one thing I've I've noticed, um, because... When I I went through this process I wanted to learn more about the body and uh, I was actually given a book um, called The Body is the Barometer to the Soul and it was written by an Australian woman and uh, uh, it's so informative of how uh, different things like if somebody is not speaking up they get a sore throat or they lose Mm -hmm. their voice, you know that kind of thing and just looking at how all the different emotions, how they manifest in the body.
1: I will different. have to check that book out. <laughs> yes, it's fantastic.
0: And Louise yeah. Hayes has that. Yes, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, with uh, Heal Your Life. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's very intriguing when you, you start looking at things and you know researching in the book, you have a, an ailment and you look it up and it's like, oh wow, that hits home. Yeah. As to what's really going on, so I, I sort of find now if I start to feel a even a niggly cold going, you know, coming on, I think, okay, what what's going on in my life that I need to fix, and uh, I deal with the the emotional source, you know, as to to what's bothering me or what's upsetting me, and and then it, it goes away.
1: That's great. Well, mm. and and you said that that your theory, but I think that you have proven your theory right in your own life well, it, that there is it, that emotional component.
0: Yeah, it it's worked for me, basically. So, um yeah, and, and I have sort of found just with uh clients that I work with that if I, you know, say have an ailment and I, I look it up in this book and I, I just you know, offer them what it says, uh, quite often they'll go, Wow, are you reading my mind? You know, <laughs> it it has hit home to them as to what's actually going on because a, a lot of people live on the surface. They they don't actually they're not in touch with their body or their, their soul, they're just going through the motions and um it's it's like uh some people are too scared to look inside. Um uh, but when we do it's such an amazing thing um as to what we can actually achieve with our life but also our health as well.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes, it is definitely all connected, and I'm trying to write and talk at the same time, which is never easy. <laughs> so I'm going to put my pen down for a minute. But um, yeah, that connection—I I talk about that all the time—is we kind of live our lives disconnected from our bodies, mm. and we um, we turn that off, and it, it, it's not that we're trying to do that it's not a conscious thing but mm-hmm. when things get too overwhelming when it's difficult to deal with our emotions which of course is expressed through the body in the form of just like you're saying you know mm-hmm. I, I know I, I carry my stress in my shoulders at times mm-hmm. it depends on what stress it is and I know for me if I get a headache something's wrong because I never get headaches so yep. um, it's a, definitely a sign and when we disconnect from our body we don't get those clues and then we you know can keep going. And pain is there to tell us something. It's not there to just gloss over, because yes. otherwise, as you found out, and as I have too, and other people in different ways, is that it just keeps coming at us bigger and stronger until we pay attention to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very amazing, actually. Just um, like I, I like to look at it that um, you know we are a product of nature in the end, and that. Yeah, you know, I I really believe that all the answers are there. If if we just connect to the, you know, universal laws and the 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 powers that are there, mm-hmm. um, the answers are there to what's actually going on with our body and um you know, and, and we can heal from within. I mean if we get if we get a cut on our arm, we expect it to heal. And but it's it's interesting that yeah you know, we get a disease and we don't feel the same way we we actually hold on to it and um and keep manifesting more of it rather than actually going okay all right well um i can heal this and and getting to the root cause of it which is usually an emotional cause
1: yes yeah mm-hmm. i i mean just yes ditto everything you just said i i totally agree with that cuz it's it, it's the information's there if we can pay attention to it. I think yeah. the trick is is how do we attend to it? How do we see it? How do we notice and become aware and what can we learn? Like how do we use that information to help ourselves? Like that seems to be the big question.
0: Yeah, it it does take a, a little while and takes a lot of soul searching
1: mm-hmm. as
0: well and and being open to um, being open to our faults, I think as well, which um, you know, I, I used to be really switched off to that. But once I actually started acknowledging my faults, I, I went, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm not really that bad after all. I'm a human. <laughs> and, and um, you know, started to to actually accept myself for who I am. And that, that played a big, really big role in it as well. Like even just being able to look in, in the mirror and say, yeah, I, I actually like the person that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people struggle with as well. And it's it's okay to like yourself it's okay to love yourself (laughs)
1: yeah uh, I highly recommend it
0: (laughs) (laughs) you you actually end up being your your own best friend (laughs) uh, yeah yeah it's it's a shame that we're sort of it's drummed into us from a young age um, so much negativity Mm -hmm. that um, you know rather than you know saying it's okay to be yourself and yeah, you still got to have respect for others and you know be a, a decent person. But at the same time, it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to have faults and um, and to to be okay with that.
1: Yes, it's that acceptance piece and and also holding space for yourself to not be perfect mm. and perfect at the same time.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, letting go of my perfectionism that that was a big thing for me. Mm. And um, but the world hasn't stopped. it doesn't it
1: doesn't stop when we're hurting in uh, emotional or physical pain it just goes Mm. on I mean how selfish right (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah but um but yeah taking responsibility is a really big one like I I have I I also have a a 30 degree curve in my spine I have a scoliosis curve Mm -hmm. and um yeah I, I honestly believe that was caused through emotions it was first picked up when I was I think about ten years of age, ten or twelve, um, when they did back checks um, in primary school, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was quite interesting, yeah, they picked it up and If I think back to to what I was actually sort of thinking about, then the emotional things I was thinking about as a child um, and how that has actually affected my spine and um, but you know, I went from being in absolute pain and agony um, because all the muscles are trying to work and they're, you know, they're not in alignment, um, to actually taking responsibility for that and doing some exercise. And now I, I don't have any pain at all. So, you know, the curve's still there, but it, it doesn't stop me from doing anything. It's, right. And I don't have any back pain. So, a lot of it is just taking responsibility and going, okay, if this is what's going on, what do I need to do to to fix it?
1: Exactly. And what occurs to me as you're saying that is a lot of us, I mean, we all get dealt a hand, right? We mm-hmm. we have no control yes. over what happens around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so many times people are fighting against their own circumstances and using all their energy to go, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, rather than what can I do with what I have been dealt with? Yes. And if we can just reroute our energy for the greater good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know it's our energy that's depleted it's our um emotions that are getting in the way it's our actions or inaction that's mm. getting in the way of of us being able to do that you know my my dad i love my dad has really great things um one of the things that he loves to say is, bloom where you're planted. And I'm sure he got that somewhere, but I love it. So bloom yep. where you're planted. So whatever your circumstances is, just figure out what you need to do to either be okay with it or, mm-hmm. you know, change it.
0: Yep. Yep, very, very true. And there's another saying, it um, it, it's 10% what happens to you and 90% what you do about it. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's, I mean, taking responsibility, and you say that, and I think a lot of us can take that kind of surface level, but when mm-hmm. you talk about truly taking responsibility, I mean, the things that you've been through with your, your medical um, conditions and your health, I mean, that's, you know, taking responsibility on um, that level mm-hmm. is deep. So that you can heal yourself, and I don't want to make light of that because you know we all kind of throw around taking responsibility, but it's more than oh I I got into a car accident, it's my fault. It's more than that kind of taking responsibility. (laughs) It's like the deep dive into your soul of what did I do to contribute to this, and how can I fix it?
0: Yeah, yeah, and interesting with the the car accidents too because that that's an energy thing as well that you know, is is an attraction to ourselves, looking at the law of attraction that when things like that happen, it's time to take a step back and go, Okay, what's going on in my life that I have attracted this to myself? And uh yeah, it's it, it it's a bit confronting.
1: <laughs> I, I'm la- I'll tell you in a minute I'm laughing for a reason, but yes, yeah, okay, like... <laughs> yeah.
0: But um you yeah, know it's it's quite confronting to actually think, Well I've attracted this to myself, what can I you know, what do I need to change? Right. Um, but yeah, it's um, looking at I've started looking at my whole life as as a movie and I'm the director and you know everything that's going on in my life um, I've attracted and I'm in control of it and what can I do to change that
1: yes and that, mm. and that's a perfect analogy um, yeah. for that as well I, I I laugh because I've been in a few car accidents in my life oh, no. and, um they kind of happen in clusters <laughs> and, yeah
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah it's it's kind of amazing, and I had two um car accidents within five weeks of each other, and this was several several years ago, and um and I was going through some changes. I had some decision points to make, um mm-hmm. and that's when i oh uh, gosh, there's so many car accidents, I'd have to think of it, but anyway I, I mean it's <laughs> shortly after that happened with the the two very close together i made a career change and oof, wow things were a lot better <laughs> yes, yes, <good. laughs> so, yes and i actually wrote a song about the law of attraction with relation to that situation and how like the reverse because we always think of law of attraction oh i'm attracting good to me but we also attract not so good stuff to us okay, too. okay. it's powerful
0: it is and and it's um i I find it interesting to actually look at things that have happened and then think back to what i was actually thinking or what Mm -hmm. i was doing and and realizing why things happened yes yeah it's uh it's it's i I love it it's it's really interesting
1: it is and it and like Mm -hmm. i said it's very powerful to kind of look at it from that vantage point if you can think of yourself as the the movie director of your life, like, okay, what's the next scene? What do you want mm. to set up for yourself? How do you want to create that?
0: Yep, yeah. And uh, even uh catching myself out in my thoughts, um, you know, because we, we just sort of think and we're not really thinking about what we're thinking about, but then when we really concentrate on it, we go, hang on or I think, hang on, I don't really want to track that. I don't yeah. <laughs> that to <doesn't> happen. <laughs> I'm going to stop having this conversation right, right now <laughs> <laughs> In my head. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's something that I, I'm a lot more conscious of now with the, the negative talk and, yeah. um, and actually stopping it and thinking, no, I don't want to think that. I'm going to think this. And then directing my thoughts somewhere
1: else. It, and it's funny you say that because I've caught myself doing that recently when I'm kind of in a, a funk. I'll mm-hmm. go, what was I thinking a few months ago that led to me feeling this way now? And yeah. so what it's helping me do is kind of like this, constant review of where i was at and so then when i get into a funk i'm like okay well this is going to come up it's going to haunt me for another few months so i mm-hmm. better change it now because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. i don't yeah. want to yeah. catch yeah. it up to me later
0: yes yeah. yeah no it's uh and it is a constant um it's a work in progress yes a whole time of, of actually being aware of things and um of, of thoughts and emotions because it's a it's really the emotions and the feelings that um do the attracting it's mm-hmm. It's not so much what we're thinking, but the thoughts then create the emotions and and the um the feelings that it's it's what we're feeling in our body and it's um you know, that that anguish and all that kind of thing that starts to attract the negative um the yeah the negative things happening to us
1: right and it's also interconnected too mm. so you know it's 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 so interconnected and and it's so important because i think i think just you know my own philosophy is that it can be easier to change our thoughts than to change other things yes. um so i kind of like to start there and um and and it sounds like you've you've done a lot around that as well and and yeah. seen some really good results with that
0: yeah cuz we we can't control other people um Help. but if if we actually uh, i I actually tried an experiment <laughs> once with um I thought okay there was there was somebody um that i I had to work with, and I thought okay I can't change them, what can I change about myself and so I started doing some research into what I could do and I started changing myself and and all of a sudden they changed and i I didn't actually do anything but it was me reacting differently to them. That, yes. And changed mm-hmm. the whole situation and we ended up with this great relationship, which, you know, working relationship. So it was, it was good. It, it can be done. It's, but it's really, it, it comes back to taking responsibility for everything that's happening in your life.
1: Right. And it mm. does. And I, I remember, um, working with couples in the past, um, and having the same conversation, you know, because, mm. Usually if one one person's unhappy they want the other person to change, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, you know, you'd be like, okay, what you, can you do to make your situation better and then it inevitably has a ripple effect on the relationship. So, yeah. And and we can't, we cannot control other people. We can certainly say, well, this is what I'd like or this is um what I expect, but just because you say it don't mean you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's so. it. It,
0: the other great thing about it is you can then go okay well, this is what i want what can i do to achieve that yes yeah. and it it's it comes down to everything relationships situations um yeah you know just just things that you'd like in life careers a, anything mm-hmm. and it it's actually quite exciting that if you turn it around and go okay what can i change about myself to make this happen what inspired action can i take it's um yeah it's it opens up a lot of doors
1: it does, and I, I like that you brought that action piece up um, because mm-hmm. that that's also it seems like the missing ingredient yeah. uh, when we talk about law of attraction. I know a, you know a lot of people with the, the movie The Secret that came out several years ago, and um, there was all that that hype, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Well, how do I get?" <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like you, you, there needs to be some action involved with that. So, and that's yeah. that's a huge huge piece. Is you know you can you can. Set your intention, you can um you know, put your emotion behind it and then you gotta take action.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you, you don't need to know how you're going to get to yeah. the end result. It's just mm-hmm. taking that first step, just take a step. Um, you know, and I've had people say to me, you know, well what if I take the wrong step? But there are no wrong steps because <laughs> you'll go that way yeah. and then you'll be guided back this way, you know, something else will come up. So it's just taking a step, just moving forward.
1: Yeah, I, I, I laugh again because I was just having this conversation with someone earlier today. Yeah. And I'm like, stop focusing on the how. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And it,
0: is, it is really hard not to because the logical mind comes in and goes, okay, yes. well, now I need to plan these steps. And uh, But it's when you let it go and just let it happen and that right. the the steps start to show what the direction you should take.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and, and
1: it, it's a leap of faith. It is. Mm-hmm. It
0: is. And and trying not to make something happen. Um, we we actually had it, um, the end of two thousand and fourteen. We went to the top of Sweden mm-hmm. and to see the Northern Lights and um you know, we were there for two nights and the, the first night or actually went I, I made a booking to go on a, a tour, a photographic tour. And we were there on a Monday and Tuesday and I, I booked to go on the Monday and they emailed me and said, Oh, would you mind going on the Tuesday? Because um yeah, we already had some people booked in there, and it was the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it then I I looked at that and went, you know, this is happening for a reason. So I said, yep, sure, no worries. So we booked in for the, the Tuesday, the second night. The night we arrived on the Monday, it was a snowstorm. It was a blizzard. Wow. and <laughs> There were clouds in the sky. We weren't seeing anything. So... um you know, the next day it was cloudy and everything, and I, I was actually getting a headache from trying to part the clouds with my, <laughs> my energy. And, and somebody had actually sent me um, an Abraham Hicks audio uh, mm-hmm. a couple of months before. So I looked it up and I had to listen and because it was all about efforting. So I listened to it and it was just, you know, just let it go. And uh, there was a lady, she said, So if I don't want what I want, I'll get what I want. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought that's it. I've just got to let it go and just, wow. you know, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the fact I'm here in all this snow because we it doesn't snow where I live. Uh-huh. So you know, enjoy all this snow and and have a great time. So so I did that and just enjoyed the day, enjoyed being there, enjoyed the journey. And then that night we went on the photographic tour. The clouds parted and we saw the the Northern Lights and took all these amazing photos. And um, and there actually happened to be somebody on the tour. Because my my partner, he's a martial arts instructor, and this person that was on the tour used to be one of his students 25 years ago. Wow! And lives half an hour from us. <laughs> and it was like, wow, you know, it was just um, if we'd gone on the Monday, we wouldn't have seen anything. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. run into this person. It, it's just yeah, it's just allowing things to happen. It's um and and even that, it's very freeing and it, it's exciting. Because it's um yeah, but it's really hard to do <laughs> to to not try to make things happen. To it can be, happen.
1: yeah, mm-hmm. it really can be. I know. I I've been um, focusing more on where my energy flows. Mm-hmm. I talked a little bit about this on other episodes about how I'm I'm doing more of a kind of doing things that my energy my energy is my guide. So if I set aside a day for writing if I'm not in that energy, I don't force it. I don't I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting out of that pushing and the resistance and trying to stay in flow. And yeah. it's amazing how that it just works out. It may not end up the way you thought it was gonna end. Actually most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. Um but it, it brings you in some really new and interesting places. Yes. Yes. For yep.
0: sure. And it's it's um yeah, and quite often not getting um what we want is the blessing in disguise because something better comes along.
1: I know. We can only appreciate that in the moment, right? <laughs> yes.
0: At the time not so
1: much, but yeah. Uh, sometimes, but yeah. Sometimes it's like what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we're about out of time. I, it always goes fast. I say it every single time. It's, yeah, it It's does. amazing how quickly it goes. But before we sign off, Catherine, I want to make sure that my audience knows how to get in touch with you if they would like to learn more.
0: My website is happyactivewell.com. So, uh yeah, if they'd like to contact me through my website, that's uh, the perfect place to find me. And um I've got links to my Facebook page and everything on there. So um yeah, that's the best way to find me. And um I'm actually in the process of putting together some um courses to do with um, manifesting wellness and weight loss and different things like that. So they'll be released a little bit later in the year.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Catherine, for being a guest on the podcast.
0: Oh my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. It's it's I've really enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: Yes, me too, and and thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for more powerful interviews by people who have learned to tame their fear, embrace their greatness, and get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. And get even more great tips on how to get out of your own damn way by taking Creelan's free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot slash quiz. Thanks for tuning in i